recruiting is on fire at the 40 acres right now, but that should be no surprise to us because that has been the standard for three straight years under Steve Sarkeesian at the University of Texas. You are Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Longhorns, the show. Jonathan Davis, your host. Today's episode of Locked on Longhorns is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on to get started. On today's episode of Locked on Longhorns, we are discussing the four commitments in four days, right from Friday to Monday, the Texas Longhorns brought in four commitments, two out of the transfer portal that should fortify this roster heading into the SEC for the 2024 season. They flipped a DB prospect from the University of Florida again, this time in the variety of five-star safety out of McKinney, Xavier, Phil Sami, and Sark is getting a head start on the 2025 class, getting Amari Winston, one of the best tight ends in the country out of the state of Georgia once again in the 2025 class. Then in the last segment, this roster looks loaded heading into the SEC in 2024, but there are some question marks. I know on the screen it says holes. They're not really holes, but there are some question marks about this roster that I ask right, and potentially answer in the last segment. All of that and more on today's episode of Locked On Longhorns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If I seem a little more energetic this morning, if I see, seem a little more antsy this morning, I've been watching a lot of battle rap lately. You know what I mean? So the way that Texas is recruiting, I might just bust out into a freestyle right here on the show. I won't do that. I won't embarrass myself, but I have been watching a lot of battle rap lately. It's one of my favorite pastimes. When you look at the way that, you know, Texas is recruiting right now, the way that Sark is recruiting right now, they are on a heater, right? And that is a direct quote from Steve Sarkeesian. He had to come out of hiding yesterday and tweet that he was on a heater with their fourth commitment in four days to the University of Texas, right? And we're talking, once again, two um, commitments out of the transfer portal for the 2024 class, a five-star safety that they flipped from McKinney, Texas, to stay in Texas rather than going to the University of Florida, and then one of the best tight end prospects in the country in the 2025 class out of Georgia in Amari Winston. I've said that, you know, Alabama and Georgia are the premier programs in college football right now in terms of recruiting and on-field success, right? I would put those two teams in a class of their own, but I think Texas is slowly but surely entering themselves in that conversation because now under Sark, you've had two back-to-back really good looking transfer classes you have back to back to back top five classes in the high school ranks under steve sarkeesian and oh yeah this program is two wins away from winning a college football national championship so you know i know it sounds crazy to non-texas fans but i truly think that texas is putting themselves in that conversation with georgia and alabama as the premier programs in college football right now and of course all three of those programs will be in the sec starting on july 1st when you look at it we're starting with matthew golden he started off this momentum he kicked it off and i don't think four recruits in four days is the end all be all for the texas longhorns we're early signing day uh tomorrow and just the momentum and the transfer portal i think will be talking about a lot more recruits and commits in the coming days but we're starting with Matthew Golden a transfer wide receiver and returner from the University of Houston and really before he even entered the transfer portal uh, I'm saying transfer again really before he even entered the transfer portal we were hearing a lot of smoke that when he would enter the portal and when he did the University of Texas would be the likely destination you can call it tampering 
But once again, Steve Sarkeesian said it in that pivot interview, adapt or die, right? And the reason that the Texas football program is even in the same breadth of Georgia and Alabama right now, in my opinion, is because Steve Sarkeesian has adapted rather than died in terms of NIL and the transfer portal. And so when you look at Matthew Golden, like I said, we've known for weeks right, that he was probably coming to the University of Texas, but he made it official on Friday. And a big part of his recruitment was Jaden Blue, who was his high school teammate. They were both very explosive in the Houston area in high school together. And I'm hoping they could bring some of that same magic in the SEC next year in Austin in the 40 acres. Golden is really explosive with the ball in his hands. You're talking about somebody who can make plays, you know, Obviously, when he catches the ball after the catch, but could be one of the best returners, punt return and kick returners in the country. And I think he could replace some of that juice, not all of the juice that Xavier Worthy um, is leaving, I guess, if he enters the NFL draft. But some of that juice, definitely. He, you know, when you watch him on film, Matthew Golden, he makes plays at times that look like Xavier Worthy. But I think in terms of athleticism, speed, quickness um, and just ability to break a game open, Xavier Worthy is certainly in a class of his own. But Matthew Golden is no slouch in two years. Matthew Golden has 76 catches for 988 yards and 13 touchdowns. To compare that to a superstar we got out of the portal just last year at that position, in his first two years, Adonai Mitchell dealt with some injuries, but he had 38 catches for 570 yards and seven touchdowns. So Matthew Golden has been a lot more productive in his first two years at the University of Houston than Adonai Mitchell was at the University of Georgia. Now, of course, some people will say in the four biggest games of his life, he had four touchdowns and won two national championships, right, back-to-back in 2021 and 2022. But I think if Adonai Mitchell can make the improvement that he did and be one of the best receivers in the country under Steve Sarkeesian and Quinn Ewers, then there's no reason that Matthew Golden can't do the same thing next year, especially if we're losing Jordan Whittington, Xavier Worthy, and Adonai Mitchell all at the receiver position to the draft. And we talked about, you know, Xavier Worthy being an All-American at the punt return position this year. Matthew Golden had two return touchdowns in 2023 as well. So you're replacing that production at the wide receiver position with Xavier Worthy, but you're also bringing in one of the best returners in the country to replace one of the best returners in the country if Xavier Worthy moves on to the 2024 NFL draft. And what I love about Matthew Golden is he didn't have, you know, all world production last year. But when he played the best competition, he had his best game. And the best competition Houston played last year was against the University of Texas. And Matthew Golden had his best game. Seven catches for 88 yards and two touchdowns and made that game a game, right? It was 31-24 down at the end. And we know how controversial that call was at the end. A big part of that was because Matthew Golden had balled out prior to that moment. So uh, one of the best receivers in the portal. And I'm glad he's going to be at the University of Texas reunited with Jaden Blue next year. And he should be one of the most explosive players in the country under year three Quinn Ewers hopefully if he returns and Steve Sarkeesian we know how good a job he does at deploying his weapons all over the field and when you look at the 2024 outlook I think right now you have to look at Matthew Golden as a potential starting receiver and returner next to Jontae Cook and DeAndre Moore so a huge get out of the transfer portal for a huge need at the University of Texas losing all of that wide receiver production Matthew Golden could be a superstar out of the portal a la Adonai Mitchell this year for the Texas football team then Andrew Makuba the transfer safety from Clemson committed on Monday to Texas. He had been connected to the University of Texas because he is from Austin, went to LBJ for high school, and now presumably it looks like he will end his college career at the University of Texas, a three-year starter at Clemson. That's what we love to see, right? He started from the moment he stepped on campus as a true freshman, the first true freshman defensive back 
corner or safety to start at Clemson since the 70s, right? So that tells you what type of player he is, and that tells you what type of person he is, and really that tells you what type of leader he is to come into, you know, a championship-level program and start as a true freshman at a very important position at safety, right? He was a stalwart for one of the best defenses in the country. In three years, the Clemson defense never ranked outside the top 25 in scoring, including a top two finish his freshman year, only behind the University of Georgia, who's had historical defenses the last two to three years. And when you look at this season, Andrew Makuba did not allow a touchdown in 344 coverage snaps. And when he was in the slot covering, you know, tight ends, wide receivers, whatever, he only allowed a 20% completion rate in slot coverage. So he is somebody who can be dominant at the safety position in terms of pass coverage. But really, he's just a modern safety that can do a little bit of everything, right? He can play the run. He can play in the box. He can play one or two high safety. And he can also come down and cover one-on-one tight ends or running backs out of the backfield. And I think when you look for a home run, um, out of the portal with Jalen Catalan last year at the safety position. When you looked at Jalen Catalan and said, if he can stay healthy or if he, if he can return to, you know, freshman, early sophomore year status at Arkansas, he could be a great player. You know, he could be a program type change of player for the University of Texas. And I think while you were banking so much on ifs with Jalen Catalan, Andrew Makuba is the modern, like he's the model of consistency based on what he's done for three straight years at the University of Clemson. And I would expect for him to come in next year and have that same type of production at the University of Texas. The 2024 outlook, I think Andrew Makuba, Michael Taff and Derek Williams will compete for the two starting safety spots. I think Michael Taff has definitely played well enough to earn consideration for being a starting safety, even if you're bringing in Andrew Makuba out of the transfer portal and Michael, excuse me, Derek Williams proved himself to be a really good true freshman for this team last year, and he should be in consideration for one of the starting safety spots in 2024. But all will get significant playing time, and all will be plus defenders and really good football players at the safety position in 2024 for this Texas football team. And you can say that safety was the one Achilles heel or potential weakness of this Texas football team. Based on what we have in 2024, it looks like it could be a potential strength heading into the SEC, and a big reason for that is three-year starter from Clemson, Andrew Makuba, returning home to Austin, Texas, and returning home to the 40 Acres. A quick word from our sponsors, and then we talk about the two high school commits that the University of Texas has brought in since yesterday. (laughs) Today's episode of Locked On Longhorns is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you are looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you are burning rubber not cash with all of the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible eligible items only exclusions apply ebay guarantee fit only available to u.s customers So if I could ask Steve Sarkeesian one question, if I could sit down and talk with our forever head coach, the leader of our football program, the reason that the Texas football program is back at the top of college football, back at the the pinnacle of college football where they belong. The one thing I would ask Steve Sarkeesian is what did Billy Napier do to you? 
<laughs> we know that Steve Sarkeesian in his first game at the University of Texas beat Billy Napier while he was at Louisiana Lafayette, right? And now in the 2023 class, he has flipped two DBs in Wardell Mack and now five-star safety out of McKinney, Xavier Filsami from the University of Florida, right? So in three years at the University of Texas, Sark has now gone at Billy Napier three times and is 3-0 and in those matchups, right? Two of them on the recruiting side and one actually on the football field. So if I could sit down with Steve Sarkeesian, I just want to ask him, what did Billy Napier do to you? And if Billy Napier is still the coach by the time that Florida comes to the University of Texas next year and comes to Austin in the SEC, look out because Sark might make the look at 4-0 for the clean sweep. Blake Gideon had himself a day bringing in Andrew Makuba out of the safety, um, out of the transfer portal at the safety position, and then bringing in five-star safety Xavier Filsami, flipping him from the University of Florida. Have to give Blake Gideon uh, credit for that as well. And then with the way that Derek Williams looked at the safety position as a true freshman this year, I don't want to say looked, has looked, right, because we still have games to play. Blake Gideon has really been a superstar in terms of recruiting and development at the University of Texas under Sark. In fact, he's recruiting so well that I saw a couple people on Twitter say that they may start to forgive him. They may start to forget about that horrible interception drop in 2008 against Texas Tech. Just kidding. We will never forget about that. But we are happy for the contributions that Blake Gideon is making to this Texas football team in this program right now. And one of the biggest reasons that Xavier Filsami flipped from the University of Florida and is coming to the University of Texas. One is because Florida looks like a mess right now. So I'm losing all of their commits. But two, he talked about things that we had never really heard of in terms of the University of Texas. He talked about development at the safety position. Right? He talked about the best players in Texas staying in Texas. Right. And he talked about how God helped him make that decision because he knows that the best players in Texas want to come play at Texas and that Texas will be a high level football program for years to come because the best players in Texas are starting to stay in Texas. And wow, after just dealing with this Texas football program for the last 10 years, you, well, you do know because you're a Longhorn fan, but man, it just feels so good and so rewarding and so sweet to hear that from a five-star defensive back out of the state of Texas that they now trust the development at the University of Texas. And they trust that the best players in the state of Texas will stay in Texas and continue to make the University of Texas a powerhouse football program. God, it feels so good to be a Texas football fan right now. Right When you look at Xavier Filsami, once again, five-star safety, Adam McKinney, staying home, stayed on his chest. Family on his back. 24-7 Sports Composite has him as the number 30 overall player in the country, the number two safety overall in the country, and the number seven player overall in the country. And Texas now has four five-star commits in the 2024 class. Colin Simmons and Xavier Filsami on the defensive side, Ryan Wingo and Brandon Baker on the offensive side. And now currently things could change, but I expect more movement in terms of this recruiting class. Sark has a top five recruiting class out of high school for the third straight year in just three years at the University of Texas. So, you know, the transfer portal, NIL and all of that is cool, but you have to have a foundation as a dominant football program in three straight you know, top five classes certainly is a hell of a foundation at the University of Texas. When you look at it, Xavier, Xavier Filsami, excuse me, is very athletic, even at the safety position and has shown an ability to play effectively in all areas of the field. Right. We talked about Andrew Makuba being a modern safety and Xavier Filsami certainly projects that way as well. Somebody that can play 
you know, one high safety, two high safety. He can come down and play in the box and play against the run. He can come down and cover one-on-one in the slot. He can cover tight ends and running backs out of the backfield, maybe even some receivers, right? So you need, in the modern era of college football, a safety that can do it all, right? Be the back line of your defense, come up and help the front line of your defense, really do whatever you ask him to. And Xavier Filsami certainly projects as that type of player at the 40 acres, a do-it-all safety. And with his athleticism, he has good NFL upside as well. And when I look at his 2024 outlook, he will be a true freshman at the University of Texas next year. And I think Derek Williams had to step in more so because safety wasn't a strength for us next year. I think with Andrew Makuba, Michael Tav, Keaton Crawford, uh, he, you know, if he comes back, uh, Derek Williams, and then some other players at the safety position, that will be a strength. So I think Xavier Filsami will see him more on the special team side, but definitely he will be a rotational safety and star player from day one. He's just too talented, a top 30 player in the country not to do so. And I think he'll make an impact from day one at the University of Texas on the defensive side of the ball with this team heading into the SEC. So love this flip, love this get. Obviously, anytime you can get uh, a five-star prospect, there's only 32 of them <laughs> in the country. So anytime you can get you know one of them, let alone four, you're doing something right at the University of Texas. But I think bigger than that, you know, like he said, it's just getting the best players in Texas to stay in the state of Texas. And if you can do that, then Texas absolutely will be one of the best football programs in the country moving forward because Texas produces some of the best, you know, if not the best high school talent in the country. Yeah, <laughs> period, right? End of statements, right? So if you can recruit the best players in the state of Texas, then you'll have one of the best programs in the country because Texas produces so much high-end high school talent, right? Football talent, right? Now we're looking at out of the state of Georgia, right, a 2025 tight end, Amari Winston. This was the latest commitment yesterday. This prompted Sark, like I said, to come out of his hole and tweet that we were on a heater, and he joins K.J. Lacey in the 2025 class. We now have two commitments currently ranked 21st, I think, with those two commitments in the 2025 class, so way too early for that. But, you know, as we start to build more momentum, that could be the fourth straight top five class for Steve Sarkeesian. 2025 tight end out of Calhoun, Georgia, Amari Winston, number 119th overall recruit in the class, according to 24-7 Sports, the highest rated tight end recruit by a good margin under Sark and Jeff Banks. Remember, JT Sanders was already committed to Texas when Steve Sarkeesian came over. And then since then, we've had Will Randall, um, Spencer Shannon, and I can't remember the, the brother's name that's committed to the 2024 class. But none of them have been ranked 119th in the country. None of them have been top seven to top eight tight ends in the country based on where Amari Winston is right now. And he could have a strong senior year and increase all of those rankings. So he projects definitely as, you know, the next, you know, dominant tight end at the University of Texas. And he does a lot of what Steve Sarkeesian loves at that position. Now, he's not your prototypical tight end in terms of height, right? He's only listed at 6'1", 6'2", so you know you don't know how he'll project long-term at that position in terms of the NFL, right? I don't know any 6'1", 6'2", tight ends at that position. But, you know, in today's NFL, and somebody as creative as Steve Sarkeesian, you can find places to put him all over the field, and he certainly can make plays. He plays physical. Everything I've seen about him and what I see on the tape is he plays bigger than his size. Really adept, even at 6'1", 6'2", of making those tough contested catches, whether they're in the air or, you know, just on the run. He can definitely um, make those 50-50 balls a little bit more in his favor, right? 75-25 balls when Amari Winston is on the field. And he shows unique athleticism after the catch with the ball in his hands. Like I said, whether you put him at whatever position, move tight end, wide receiver, fullback, 
H-back, whatever, he can make plays when you get the ball in his hands. And he takes pride in blocking and is really physical at the point of attack, right? He's somebody who wants to drive people in the ground and be a dominant run blocker at that tight end position. So he fits exactly what Steve Sarkeesian wants to do. He's an athletic mismatch at tight end, right, that can beat safeties, can beat linebackers. Sark can scheme him all over the field. But he's also a really good in-line blocker. So when you put him out there, you really don't know what his purpose is, right? If he's going to block or if he's going to if he's going to run a route or if Sark is going to scheme him wide open like we saw with JT Sanders at times. But because he's so adept in the receiving and blocking game, you can't get a read on what he's going to do when he's out there. And when Sark has a tight end like that, which he said is the second most important position on his offense, the possibilities are limitless. Right. We saw that with uh, JT Sanders. I think we'll see it in the future with Gunnar Helm and hopefully in 2025 and beyond. We'll see it with Amari Winston out of the state of Georgia. Now, the 2024 outlook, of course, he'll be in the state of Georgia, um, you know, playing in his senior season in high school. But he's looking to improve his ranking as one of the top tight ends in the country and finish strong his senior year. So once again, this Texas football program has been on a heater since Friday with four commitments. Matthew Golden, Andrew Makuba, Amari Winston and Xavier Filsami. And like I said, with early signing day tomorrow and all of the momentum they have in the transfer portal, I will be back on Locked on Longhorns talking about more commitments to your favorite football team. A quick word from our sponsors and then some question marks about the 2024 roster heading into the SEC. Today's episode of Locked on Longhorns. Oh, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right. Just a little tease there. Today's episode of Locked on Longhorns is brought to you by FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League. All right, so once again, I know on the screen it says holes. These aren't necessarily holes. I think this roster is loaded heading into the SEC in 2024. I think Texas will be just fine heading into the SEC in 2024. They proved that for me on the road in week two, going against Alabama and winning that game in the trenches. I think, you know, of course, Georgia uh, provides a unique challenge on October 19th. But really outside of that, Texas should have a chance. I wouldn't even say outside of that. Texas should have a chance to win all 12 regular season games that they play next year. And really outside of Michigan and Georgia, they should be favored in the other 10 football games they play. Now, when we look at it, like I said, the roster is loaded heading into 2024. But I do have some question marks at certain positions. Will we be as productive in 2024 as we were in 2023? Or who is going to man these positions with certain players moving on to the National Football League? And it starts with defensive tackle. Right. We have gotten huge production from that position this year. Huge, literally right from Tavondre Sweat and Byron Murphy, who probably combined for almost 700 pounds, if not 700 pounds. And those two players were all Americans. Right. Those two players were the defensive player of the year in the Big 12 and the defensive lineman of the year in the Big 12. So regardless of who you have behind them, it was going to be hard to match that production and have a top three run defense in the country. Really, do you know? mostly based on the production of your two All-American defensive tackles. But when you look at what you have next up at that position, assuming both of those players are moving on to greener pastures after this year, you have Vernon Broughton, who could be a sleeper at that position and could take a huge step as your number one defensive tackle next year. You have Trill Carter and Sadir Mitchell, who should be your top three rotation 
at that position next season heading into the SEC. And it's just hard for me to say, even though those are all talented brothers, that Vernon Broughton, Trill Carter, and Sadir Mitchell will have the same type of season in 2024 that Byron Murphy and Tavondre Sweat had in 2023. So there's potential drop-off at the defensive tackle position heading into the SEC where there's going to be more of an emphasis on play in the trenches. This was a top three run defense this year. If you're losing Tavondre Sweat and Byron Murphy, that's a metric that can go down. And really, I just think that we're losing two All-Americans. So it's kind of, you know, like it's kind of tough to ask Vernon Broughton, Trill Carter, and Sadir Mitchell to match that production. So hopefully as a whole, the Texas football team can make up that slack. But I do think that there will be a drop-off in terms of production and just explosiveness next year at the defensive tackle position. And that's no knock to Vernon Broughton, Trill Carter, and Sadir Mitchell. It's really just a salute to how good Tarandre Sweat and Byron Murphy were for this Texas football team this year. Center, Jake Majors. Now, this is not necessarily – doesn't have to be a question mark because I look Jake Major still has two years of eligibility, which is crazy because he came in 2020 and he's only a redshirt junior. Technically right now, he still has a senior year and a COVID year. So there's a good chance that he returns at that center position. If he does, then you have a stalwart at that position and you have one of the best centers. I think at this point, at least one of the smartest and most productive centers um, on one of the most productive offensive lines in the country at the University of Texas returning for what would be his fifth year at the University of Texas. But if he doesn't, now you're looking at Cole Hudson, who may have to replace Hayden Connor at left guard. If not, he hasn't played center at the University of Texas. He's only cross-trained there. And then Connor Robinson or somebody I'm not thinking of. So there could be a huge drop-off between Jake Majors and who has to start at that position next year if he leaves. Like I said, he has two years of eligibility left. I haven't heard a ton of, uh, a ton of draft buzz towards Jake Majors. So I think he likely returns. But if he doesn't, that could be a question mark at the center position that we have haven't really had to answer for a long time at right tackle. You know, I think Cam Williams has been projected as the future. We know that this will be Christian Jones last year at the 40 acres, but just because Cam Williams is the future, that does not mean he will be as productive as Christian Jones has been the last two years as a starter under Kyle Flood. Obviously the hope is that he will be the hope is that he can come in and be better than Christian Jones was. Cause that means the offensive line can go to another level. But like I said, that's just not guaranteed. And we really haven't seen a ton of Cam Williams at the 40 acres. Also Brandon Baker is a, you know, What's the word I'm looking for? Brandon Baker is a possibility at that position as well. He played right tackle in high school. He is a five-star coming out of modern day, one of the best high school programs in the country. So I would not be surprised if he comes in and wins that job over Cam Williams as a true freshman. But either way, right, you're talking about Cam Williams as a first-time starter in college or Brandon Baker as a true freshman. Now, both of those situations could work out and we could be just fine at the right tackle position, but we don't know that for sure. That's why it's a question mark with Christian Jones moving on to greener pastures, whatever those pastures are. So Cam Williams or Brandon Baker, could be your starting right tackles next year. We don't know who it will be, but we haven't seen enough of them at the 40 acres to say that either one of those starting at right tackle next year wouldn't be a question mark, at least early on in the season for this Texas football team. Tight end Gunnar Helm. I think Gunnar Helm has shown us enough this year to have confidence in him moving forward as the number one tight end. But does he cause the same problems to a defense that JT Sanders does? Does he put fear in the hearts of linebackers, safeties, and defensive coordinators the way that JT Sanders does? Can Steve Sarkeesian and utilize Gunnar Helm the way that he's utilized JT Sanders. I'm not sure about that. That remains to be seen. And also, we know that Sark still likes to, you know, specialize in his bread and butter, which is that 12 personnel and being a power run football team. If Gunnar Helm is your starting tight end next year, 
who is the second tight end that can step in and catch passes and block at a high level behind Gunnar Helm. I'm not sure who that is right now on this Texas football roster. So I think there's legitimate question marks at tight end next year. If Gunnar Helm replaces JT Sanders, can he be JT Sanders in terms of production and, you know, allowing this offense to have that same flexibility? And who is your second tight end that can be as productive as Gunnar Helm was for you as a receiver and as a blocker? I don't have the answers to that question. That's why it's a question mark. And then at wide receiver, not a huge question mark for me because I think Jonte Cook, DeAndre Moore, and Matthew Golden are very talented receivers. And with year three, Quinn Ewers, if he does come back, and Steve Sarkeesian, they should be all very productive. But, you know, Matthew Golden in two years has less than a thousand yards at the University of Texas. And I don't think even Jonte Cook and DeAndre Moore have combined for 20 catches in their college career. So those are question marks, regardless of how talented those brothers are. I know Jonte Cook was a top 40 recruit in the country. I think DeAndre Moore was a top 80 recruit in the country. And we've seen what Matthew Golden has been able to do at the University of Houston over the last two years. Very talented receivers. But like I said, we just haven't seen a ton of production on the field, especially at the University of Texas from these three players. And with what you're losing, um, to the NFL draft in terms of receiver, that could be a question mark. But I have faith that, you know, once again, year three, Quinn Ewers and Steve Sarkeesian could bring the best out of Jonte Cook, DeAndre Moore, and Matthew Golden at that position heading into the SEC in 2024. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Longhorns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Can January 1st get here already? I'm ready to see this Texas football program play football again. But in the meantime, they are recruiting at one of the best clips in the country right now. Hook them. Peace.